You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. So, uh, just uh, welcome everybody again, Cullen, back at the show, uh, Industry Born Podcast. We we were out last night a little late, some of us later than others. Uh, what a, what a what a great event, man! Lots of parties, lots of things going on. Very exciting, uh, and happened to get the opportunity to run into. Uh, Shattered Jacqueline over here uh, while we're out and about, and uh, brought her to the pod show because there's there's something that's happening here that has never been done historically for extraction. And I went over to the booth, and I'm going to let you do all the explaining. But I went over to the booth, and I got an education from a senior scientist, and he kind of blew my mind last night. And then I watched your little video on it, and I was just like. Duh! Why the fuck aren't we doing this? Like, like, really? Like, why hasn't this been done? But it's now it's obviously being done. So I'm not yeah. gonna take it away from you. But let, what uh, what are we doing over there? Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, I'm Jacqueline McGrain, Shatter Girl Jacqueline. I'm the uh, vice president of BizDev for Boulder Creek Technologies. Yeah. Dude, I can feel you on the partying, man. <laughs> First day, my voice is gone. Gone. You know? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm right next to the microphone. I know. Oh yeah, I'm like two inches away because I know if I go any farther, it's just gonna be like what? Yeah. It's pretty sure. We were out at the Grasslands party last night until like way past midnight. Nice. Yeah. Where'd you go? I went to some CEO uh, uh, event, which was actually pretty cool because when you go to events like that, it's a little bit more mellow to start out, but you, you get an opportunity to actually meet people uh, that I would never get a chance to meet. Like I wouldn't find them anywhere. They're not hanging out at booths most of the time, you know. So totally. it was kind of nice. It was kind of cool to get get that kind of different vibe, though. And then there was the, the grasslands, and then there was the I don't know where everybody was over at the hustler, and yeah, I mean, it was just like it kept going on. And then like oh, you can yeah. at like yeah. 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, there's a new one. It started just now. It's like. 3 a.m. Yeah. Dude, Good. so we were the title sponsor for the Grasslands party. It was like, it was dope. There was synchronized swimmers, right? No shit. You know? <laughs> and they had like bikinis with like our logo on it. And oh stuff. my god, no great. way. Yeah. So you guys did that right. I yeah. mean, you guys are right in the back of the sh- of the showroom over here. So it's kind of a, like a little bit of an unfortunate spot. I know. But I gotta tell you, man. But it was you, still popping. You won't popping. be there next year. No, for sure. <laughs> like, and it was still popping yesterday. I talked for like five hours straight. Yeah. And then I had to go do an interview, and I was like, oh, God, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I had to go sit and like stare at a wall for 10 minutes because yeah. so many people are interested in the system. You're right. So, yeah. Dude, I'll tell you a little bit about it if you're down. Yeah, I've, no, I'd love to. I mean, that's that's the whole thing. Like, technology and what's happening in cannabis is so interesting that there's technology being invented here, right? Yeah. And this is what's so cool. Yeah, so please tell. Dude, so like you said, for the last 20 years, People have been trying to develop like solvent-free extractors based off of hot air extraction, right? Yeah. It makes sense, you know? And the difficult part is not the extraction of the cannabinoids, you know? Like the volcano did that right. back in the 90s, you know? Right, right. Yeah, remember you fill a little bag and like suck it up? Yeah. <laughs> so that was vaporizing cannabinoids way back then yeah. with hot air, essentially. But the problem is there's a condensation of those. It right. forms what's called a non-coalescing vapor, which means that it's almost impossible to condense using regular mechanical condensing systems. Right. So for the last 20 years, a lot of companies try to do it, like GW Pharma. Their like first business model was trying to get a hot air extractor built, and they couldn't do it because they kept trying to use mechanical condensing systems. Really, it's like a t- traditional water chiller condensing system, something like that. Exactly, like something you put on like an FFE or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, And it's just you. never going to be efficient enough. And so right. some other companies attempted to do it, ended up like failing using ethanol vapors instead of air, right? Which yeah. is not solvent-free, obviously. Right, changes the solvent question completely. Exactly. 
exactly, yes. And one of our goals was really to focus on sustainability in this industry. And right. part of that is like trying to remove the thing of solvents from primary extraction, yeah. right? You know, other solvent-free methodologies are like super high pressures, you know, solvent-free, right? The CO2 is a solvent, but like, yeah. you know, what we would Water's call it. Water's a solvent, but yeah, yeah gotcha. Exactly. <laughs> you know, super high pressures or like really low throughput and really low yields, right? Yeah. So what we did is we found a way to condense this non-coalescing vapor using what's called electrostatic precipitation. So it's a technology that's actually been around for a while right. and uh, in other industries, but nobody had ever tried to apply it before in cannabis and hemp. Yeah. And so what we did is we combined what's called a flash tube dryer, which is our extracting unit. We'll yeah. go into a little more detail if you're down later on. Yeah, for sure. But that extracts the cannabinoids. Then we have our condenser, the electrostatic precipitator, is a secondary module, and that condenses them. And so we're able to achieve 90% extraction efficiency. We're able to reduce operating expenditures versus other methodologies like CO2 and yeah. ethanol by up to 80%. You yeah. know, we're putting output kilos of oil for less than $4, you know? So, you know, <laughs> any other methodology, you're like a minimum in the $20 to $30 region. Yeah. You know, a lot, or way more than that. Yeah. So this is a huge reduction. Well, not to, not to mention that the, the massive amounts of hydrocarbon that you're, that you're dealing with and having to manage and store and 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 you know change states all the time and oh yeah it's hazardous shit it's not you know we all talk about it but we all still use it but, but you know we don't want to get away from that crap as fast as we can well and we think about it right like you know people are always having to deal with like failing RSAs or like you know RSA levels you know may be able to pass an RSA right but it's still gonna have you know some amount of solvent in it right yeah. and so for me you know having solvent free processing but that's scalable and efficient yeah. is such a huge massive change so like our vapor static system I think represents a true step change and now yeah. we think about yeah. extraction of primary primary extraction of cannabinoids yeah no it, 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 like listen I mean I've been I, I was telling the guy that when I went and listened to, 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 to the hydrostatic brain trust you got over that oh yeah well I can't remember his name it's a uh, Steve or Steve Jason yeah or I think Steve, uh, the Steve older Rodney. dude yeah, yeah. The guy, he's like and he's giving me an education and I'm thinking to myself man I really should have paid a little bit more attention and when I was in chemistry you know because he's got all that all that information but it makes all this sense to me I'm a I'm a big I'm a big tech guy I mean that's what we do we make machines we're always looking at how how do you do things better how do you do them more efficient and li literally somebody said hey you got to go check out this booth when I walked over there I wasn't really understanding because he said oh it's hydrostatic blah 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 I'm like okay I don't know what they're doing, but I'm gonna go see, right? Yeah. And then to get the, the data and, and start listening and go, wow, man, that is that is revolutionary, but it's also, uh, it makes so much sense. And it, you can see it just gonna go, oh, well, let's apply this to other extraction methodology. Why, why wouldn't we go down that road? Why wouldn't we just abandon, you know, I don't know if you can, but don't give, you know, but why wouldn't we just abandon all uh, flavor extraction processes, all these, chemical processes we do now and right. go down this road. I couldn't even, I just was like, wow, you know. And the, crazy, <laughs> and the crazy part is, is that the oil that comes out, our vapor static concentrate is like substantially higher quality than other primary extraction methodologies yeah. make, right? So like our oil, you know, we were running like, for example, like 8% CBD biomass and getting 80% cannabinoid content vapor static concentrate straight out of the machine. That's insane. Know? Zero sugar, zero chlorophyll, low wax content. I mean, this stuff's ready to distill. You could literally attach the machine to a thin film and just feed it right into the feed tank. Wow. Pump out distillate. I was looking side. at the tubes, like the stuff that you were showing, the tubes, and I was like, <laughs> you, you almost think, sometimes you see stuff and you almost think like, no, 
Yeah, now can't be. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's real. Well, it's real stuff. And the volume. I mean, literally, you're, that machine over there. You're talking like what is this? Uh, five thousand pounds a day. Five thousand pounds. So you yeah. hundreds of gallons, right? Oh man, you. I mean, this thing will just fill up like 55 gallon drums of oil if you wanted to. <laughs> I mean, we have smaller sizes, so we have like a yeah, hundred yeah. pound a day, four hundred pound a day, thousand little guys. A day, five thousand. <laughs> but literally, like we could build a system that's like a hundred thousand pounds a day. Yeah. Uh, in in actuality. Yeah. You know, like you were talking about uh, Steve. You know that guy. He's been in uh, making ESPs for like 50 years, and right. there's like no such thing as buying an electrostatic precipitator like off the shelf. They're all custom manufactured. Right. So like this guy's name is on like every patent for <laughs> ESPs for the last 50 years. When we called him up, right? You know he's used to working in like the, these other industries like yeah. pollution control, and he was just like, oh man, like totally, let's do this thing. Yeah. I got to get on board. That's why he was so geeked about it because that's what he was saying. He's like, he's over in the boring part of the world, and he's like, no, this is fucking exciting. He got he got really geeked about it. You can just see the pride uh, on his face when he's talking about it. And I was just, cause as an inventor, I understand that myself. And, and there's a lot of pride in, 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 you know, being able to extend what you do into other areas. And you get that kind of moment. And he was obviously very, very excited about it. And it was really cool. And he made it sound much simpler I know than it is oh yeah he's really good at explaining like dude for me you know I've been in the industry for like a decade now you know started yeah. 2011 like I've seen like every new thing come yeah. on board right I was brought into the to BCT Boulder Creek Technologies last year to do some strategic consulting on how to commercialize that system right, that right? dude when I saw the pilot system operating I was just like wait 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 I can I merge my you want to buy my company merge my yeah. company in with this like I got to get in on the on the oh my God. floor of this I system. mean I'm literally over there asking him hey can we uh, can we can we sell this machine for you? Yeah, dude. <laughs> for sure, you know. We, we have been like, I mean, talking to so many uh, yeah. potential distributors. Yeah. It's like all about it. Yeah, that's what he said to you, and we'll we'll, we'll touch base with them. I think we actually have technology that we can uh, that we can help you guys with because you you know you have a grinding uh, need, yes. and we just came out with a new grinder that's really really consistent in particle sizing, which Ooh, I know tell me is, about that. It's very cool. So it doesn't actually grind. It actually kind of it's it kind of just deconstructs and it takes the stems out. So what we we're a little bit coarser than what you guys are showing me that you need. So, but that's just a matter of adjusting the the, the screens that are in the machine and and kind of scaling. It's, it's that little guy over there. That's only going to do a pound a minute, which is nowhere near what you guys need to do. But what we got to do is make it bigger. Hey, the hundred you know? pound a day system could totally use could that. Totally use that. So, yeah. Yeah, like my goal, you know coming from the consulting world, right, yeah. is to bring a more consultative sales approach to BCT. Yeah. And so, like, I want to work with companies like you guys, yeah. you know, companies that sell high-quality thin films, you know, and help yeah. people integrate the BCT vapor static yeah. system with the material handling and then the distillate technology. Yeah. And so that way we can have distributors selling our equipment as well as we could be selling trusted equipment that we know yeah. and helping a client really get a turnkey setup going. You know? And I, that's so valuable. Um, you know, you find that a lot, like, what we're seeing a difference. We've really been trying to push the that kind of uh, holistic approach, like the end-to-end -end system. Like you start here, it comes out in packages over there. Yeah. I mean, because that's where we're all headed to. So it's really trying to, and I can't invent everything. I mean, I want to, but I, I can't. I can't do it, right? So we, we stay in our lane a little bit, but we look for people that are outside the lane that we can connect to, and then we can, then when we go to our customer, our customer's not going, well, now what? You're like, no, listen, I got you, man. We can get you where you need to go because we're not coming here to sell you this machine. We're coming here to make you successful. We're coming here to get you through the next process. We're going to make you make everything work the way, uh, you know, they spend a lot of money on this stuff. Right. right. So they might as well get the support and the love from a company 
it's about relationship building anyway. Right. right? I mean, this so, industry is so small, you know. Yeah, it is like, very small. Operates off of trust, which is beautiful. I love this industry, yeah. you know. Like, I've I've worked in I before. You know, I went to MIT, did biomedical research prior to joining the cannabis space is back that right? in 2011. Yeah. Where you know, I was working for like big pharma and stuff, dude. And I'm like, man, this sucks. Like, fucking, I want to yeah, do something that actually it's, helps it, people. It's literally like, sterile. Yeah, it's sterile. Yeah. Oh, Wearing like you know, yeah. the three fucking stuff. You know? Yeah. And I joined the cannabis space, and I'm like, best decision I ever made. Yeah. It's so beautiful to be able to like, you know, help companies be able to provide medicine yeah. for people, and then do it in a way like with BCT that's totally changing and revolutionizing. It's revolutionizing, tech, yeah. You know? And introducing and I, like true sustainability. Yeah. You know, so now we can make a beautiful method, uh, beautiful medicine in a sustainable way, very efficiently. You know, which helps the consumer and the producer. You know? Yeah. And so I feel yeah. you. It's really interesting the the I mean, I've seen I've seen this thing grow, and we've led we've been leading kind of this charge of going from you know single source, single machine to multiple machines, and now we're starting to see like this this show in 2019, the show. Uh, my wife was out here, and we were talking about it, like the. Gone are the scantily clad girls yeah, right. and and the, and the guys in the pot suits and you know and the, yeah. the big marijuana lily suits and and that kind of the kind of showy kind of Vegas maybe aspect of it is gone, and you walk in here and you're like, wow, this I mean this is like, this is like an, an ag show or uh, you know it's like any other any other uh, or SEMA or whatever you know you're going to see people who are genuinely concerned about professional production of, of equipment, right. right, and seeing an industry grow, right, and you, it, the, the vibe has changed, the parties still remain. Dude, but. the parties are dope, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I feel you, man. Ten years ago, I was blasting, like, cans through glass tubes, <laughs> yeah. you know, outside, yeah. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Up in north of Boulder, and now we're running a five thousand pound a day oh my hot gosh, air factory. Yeah. You know, it's been like I, such I, a journey. It is. I I, I built up one of those little things with a with the boom tube out of out of PVC, <laughs> and I'm like, I go outside and I'm like, Psh! like at first time I tried it, and, I, and the stuff that came out of it, I was like, oh my god. I'm not sure I'm gonna touch that, man. That looks like that's gonna be pretty hardcore. Uh, oh man, so I got I got a good story. So my wife's mom, like eight years ago, came to the house and she's like, "What do you do?" I'm like, "I work in cannabis, right?" She yeah. shows up to the house. I'm like blasting on our front porch, you know, and she's just like, "Oh, you're like some kind of drug dealer." I'm like, "No, no, dude, no." I mean, like legit. And then like now she came in this, like she hadn't yeah. seen anything. She comes in, she's like, "Oh my god!" Like last time I saw you, you were like blasting out on a porch. Now you're like here running this giant machine. Giant machines that are that are so well built and beautiful. I oh mean, yeah, you guys are they're, they're manufactured in the United States, yeah. That's correct. They're all custom manufactured in yeah. the United States. Yeah. All 304 and 316 stainless steel. Yeah. So that way you're getting high quality USA made yeah. product. Yeah, but that's that's our ethos as well. I mean, it's trying to uh, trying to limit the exposure to um, you know sending our cash overseas because. In my mind, I grew up in this kind of idealism of the American dream, and I know it's kind of fably, but I still believe that. You know, it's, no. it's kind of core. Yeah. Right? It's one of those things. Like, and the American dream to me isn't like you have to have your hair like you know perfectly shaved, and you got to do this or do that. The American dream is the liberty and the freedom to pursue something that you're passionate about and maybe make a living. You know what I mean? No, and so, totally. the, so I, I, we try and stay onshore, and we source locally. Like all of our stainless is, is from comes from Pennsylvania. You know, all of our, our plastics come from uh, Ohio. You know, we do everything 
same same concept. And when I see a company like that, and of course it's like good old boys. I mean, you, the guys yeah. over there are like they salt of the earth kind of guys, right? Yeah, yeah. They're not a, they're not ostentatious or pretentious. They're just like really down to earth guys that they're like, yeah, okay, we I think we figured it out, and I think they did. <laughs> oh man, no, dude, I would agree with you, man. I mean, like that team is incredible. Like. You know, I've worked with a lot of squads like over yeah. the years. You know, I've been part of a ton of startups, and yeah. like the team at BCT is by far one of the coolest teams I've ever been with. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Rick, the CEO, he's like from the music space. Like he used to like manage like <laughs> Sublime and stuff. Dude's like hardcore. And then like Steve, you wouldn't think it. I meeting the, meeting no. him, you wouldn't even think it. No way. No, dude, this guy's like <laughs> high up in the like recording industry no and stuff shit. before oh he joined cannabis. And then Steve, he works on like nuclear technology, like Los Alamos. Dude has like a top secret clearance he can't even tell us what he does yeah you know yeah. He, like crazy sauce and then steve jason you know yeah. every patent for 50 years on esps like the team is dope <laughs> it I is really interesting and, and it's funny i mean i love one of the i think is the best parts about a show like this is is uh and in this industry also is you know you get to meet somebody or people like that and they're all over at various levels in this space you know you find people that are just like you know they're like hey man i want to do something different with my life uh, or I want to follow this passion, or this is an exciting industry, but whatever the driver is, they come in and they bring, you know, uh, a unique a unique attitude toward it. You're not getting all this cookie cutter. There's plenty of that here too, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but yeah, you don't yeah. get a lot of that. You know, you get more of this kind of energy, this rawness of, yeah, I, I mean, can you imagine, could, could you imagine like the two worlds, they, 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 like your social media world and then and and, and that the conservative business equipment world no colliding in any other industry? No, no fucking never. way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, lovely. So you're, if you're selling shoes for Nike, maybe, but you know, that, that's it. I mean, this is like legitimate. You're you're representing. You know, you're, you're, this is a representation of a of really kind of a, I don't know, to me it's just an amalgam. I mean, people look at me and I get the long hair shit all the time. I'm like, it's, it's, you know, I'm a legitimate, serious inventor, man. That's my passion. My right. passion is doing, making equipment, you know, that and is, I can do it here and I don't have to change what I look like. I don't have to change what I do, yeah, you man. know. It's fucking oh, dude, great. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm covered in tattoos, you know. People, like, they look at me and like, that great. You know, they don't know I, like, went to MIT and shit. Did yeah. <laughs> which is great, by the way, which is exactly right. Well, that's goes like whoa no way and you're yeah. like yeah yeah sorry i mean i know well that's a cool part about this industry man is like some guy with like super long hair wearing like you know cargo shorts and like long socks like 90 style that dude could run like a 300 million dollar company, company yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. And you don't have no idea yeah no yeah. idea be very careful i'm always like i make sure we're on everybody that comes in you just don't know somebody's coming in you treat everybody equally we don't talk shit about our competition stuff like that we just exactly. try and keep the keep it real because we think like we offer the best and we want to be the best. So to be the best, you just act like that. You don't right. act like the rest. You know, yeah. just act like the best. And and uh, anyway, it was really cool because I, I, I'm passionate about tech and I'm passionate about new stuff. And I know it's not new, but it's a new application of stuff. And it's so mind blowing that here we are. I mean, we're talking about air. Yeah. We're talking about extracting at a, an exceptionally high level with hot air. And don't get me wrong, it wasn't easy. Like we spent two years, you know, developing yeah. this. This was our public release, you know, this is when we came and show the world our system. Yeah. Um, but for the last two years, we've been really working hard to optimize the process, to design custom components. You know, the other industries that this came from, you know, were gigantic. Like the yeah, facilities are the size company. of this conference right. center, you know? Yeah. So like the difficulty was miniaturizing 
everything and then making it work with cannabis specific oil you know cannabinoids and terpenes there was a lot of customization and that's what our patents are all related to and so yeah two years of work you know this is the this is the fruition of that and that's so the amazing. response has just been incredible I imagine it has but most people are still probably going what <laughs> oh yeah, they're going like, I need to get my head around it. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go home and sleep on this one. Dude. I'll be back tomorrow and I'll, maybe I'll understand. I know I went home thinking about it and I, and I came back and uh, it's funny because I, 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 when I was trying in my garage, I had tried to do hot air extraction with no concept about, you know, I was like, okay, well we'll just use, uh, you know, like a, an ice bath and we'll just capture it that way. Mm, no, nah, not even close. Uh, but. Uh, what the what 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 was amazing to me was it was just it was like it's been thought of it's like it's not new in that respect but putting that other piece that last piece and getting the value out of it uh, stunning stunning yeah thank very you cool. yeah it's very cool oh you, man I'm stoked on it you know I like I said I really think it represents a step change you absolutely know? and the oil too is just incredible like you can like I said send it right through distillation you know we at BCT like I'm you know, I've been in the industry a long time, right? right? Like I've seen a lot of claims that people make on new technology. Right. When I do consulting, a lot of times I like take whatever the claim is divided by two for my analytics. Right. So for us, <laughs> I was like, I want to make sure our claims are half of what we can do. I want to under-promise and over-deliver everything. Absolutely. And the whole team was like 100% behind that. Everyone was in on it. And so we've done tons of experimentation. You know, we, I brought a bunch of samples with us that it yeah. took me weeks and weeks to make the sample tray. Nobody ever brings like samples of what their right. product, like machines right. actually can do. Right. And I brought samples of like not only the vapor static concentrate, but short bat distillate of it, thin film distillate of it, you know, all sorts of different oils and samples with COAs from third party to show yeah. people. It was very, know. very cool. It's very, and I don't want to say professional because it's not scrubbed, but it's very professional in that it covers everything. It's very complete. You don't miss anything. It's, it's a powerful team. A lot of brain trust over there. Uh, it's a little, it's a little, uh, it's a little underwhelming when you walk up to it and then you, and then you catch it and you're like, holy shit, you're standing on, on new hallowed ground, like new earth, this is brand new shit. This is gonna, this is gonna revolutionize the industry. It's really gonna revolutionize the industry. I, I have no doubt about it that, that this is gonna be, especially when you start seeing the kickback, um, the huge kind of kickback on, on the hydrocarbon. Everybody's very conscious of it right now. Uh, you know, and and don't get me wrong. I mean, gas and oil and all that stuff has its place, but you know, not in your lungs. You know, right? And we don't want to put it in the atmosphere. I mean, we don't want to suck it down in our lungs when we're when we're when we're you know consuming cannabis either. So I think people are are starting to you starting to see a, like a rise in in water hash and and we do dry sift and some we're seeing a, a, an uptick in that mm -hmm. where people are like, hey, wait a minute. Let's not do this other way, you know? And that is like, well, you can actually have your cake and eat it too. Right. <laughs> well, and I think like what's cool about like the development of consumers, right? It's yeah. been like, they're just more and more savvy, you know? And I think yeah. like they want products that are, you know, solvent free. Yeah. They want products that are from sustainable production. Yeah. And of course we can do that and then also drop the price by a huge fraction. Yeah. Which, yeah. you know, I just really enjoy how seeing like from 10 years ago to today, the sophistication that customers have. Yeah. You know, 
and they still need a lot more education. There's yeah. still a long way sure. to go. Like, I'm not saying we're there yet. Sure. But, like, watching people become more sophisticated and more connoisseur about yeah. how they go about purchasing and using the medicine, yeah. I think is really cool to experience and watch I, that I shit. think it is, too. And we've been finding, like, part of the educational process that we do, because we our trimming technology is by far and away completely different than anything else on the market. And the reason that we do it that way is because we're trying to stay true to the actual form of the flower. And if you're going to consume flour, part of the flour consumption is just the way that the product looks. And and uh, a lot of mass-produced product looks like golf balls or pine cones or, you know, it's very, it's obviously very machine-managed and, and very over-processed. And you lose a lot in that respect. And as a person that I, I, I actually can't handle distillates, I, I, it's so much, it's so powerful. I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to be out for a long time. <laughs> so uh, when I when I when I consume, it's always flower based. But it's uh, when I look at that. But to me, it, it's that plant. It still has that beautiful thing to it, and we want to preserve that. But it's an education process right. because a lot of people just go after the speed, and you know, honestly, they have a lot of volume, so right. they're looking at a volume game. They go, well, this is easy. And, and so to have a, an, an easy, as you know, an easy high value, high volume application that is not impactful, I mean, that's, that's stunning to me. Like, it's just air. Right, yeah. just hot air. And the beautiful part is, is like, you know, you don't have to worry about C1D1, C1D2, well, H3. Yeah. Well, there's that. None of that, right? <laughs> I mean, you could literally plop this thing down in like a Quonset hut next to a farm. <laughs> right. And like start operating it, safely and effectively, you know? Right. I put it on the back of a truck and take it around places, right? Totally. Yeah. I mean, I think like, what I think is cool for like producers coming online is just going to be the ease of compliance and getting, you know, for much sure. faster regulatory approval. Yeah, yeah. You I know? mean, right. And that's another thing that, that uh, you know, customers who are building out facilities and they start they start running into these walls and they don't really know they're going to run into them. So they have to get these consultants and they have to, you know, and then, and then the money just starts going away. And then you're like, well, why did it cost $400 million to build that facility? I don't know. Right? <laughs> you know? So, I mean, yeah. If, if the I government got a lot of it. <laughs> dude, so the, part of the reason I joined BCT is I was like, man, I'm going to go out of business, dude. It's just too simple, you know, because yeah. I was designing labs and you yeah. know, all that stuff. Yeah, so of course, right? Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, I got to join the team before I, before, before <laughs> yeah. I get run out of business. Get in or too get, easy, get run over. Just put this thing down. You know, fire department shows up and like 10 minutes later, they're like, yeah, I got to go. You're good. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a crazy part of it. I totally forgot because we're not really in the extract space, but I do see all the C1D1 containers and, and all that build out that people have to go through. And actually we were looking at, uh, what's funny, but we were looking at a uh, at a unit uh, uh, a friend of mine had built and it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful hydrocarbon unit. Uh, it's really easy to manage, push button type of thing. You load a cartridge, stick it in, pull the lever, hit the button and choose your recipe. It makes whatever you want, right? Oh, that's cool. Very, very cool. And we're like, oh, well, that's where we're going to go at. Because as a company, we're like, how do we get into the space? And uh, <clears throat> it was just a little bit beyond me because we don't do anything that's you know pressure related. We don't have uh, the AMSE certification. We don't we don't want to go down that road. And, and so it was just like, well, let's stick to over here and where we're at. Something else will come along. But the point is, like, the amount the, the amount of structure to go around that unit, it wasn't the unit, right. it was the cabinet that had to be made and all specifically the and the fans and the and everything and all the safeties and everything like that and you're like, oh 
that's a fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> We're not doing that, you know? Right? Yeah. I mean, like, for for this, I mean, literally all you need is an electrical hookup and, like, somewhere to put an exhaust stack for the air when it comes out of the system. Yeah. You know, it's also low pressure. Everything's operating yeah, it's, under, it's, like, it's like a ambient, couple PSI. Right? Couple, yeah. couple PSI. So none of our stuff has to be ASME rated either, which is nice. It saves, yeah. it saves on the cost. It saves on the cost. System. It eliminates any risk. Uh, uh, and I don't know what the temperature of your air is, but, I mean, that would be the only thing that might be uh, problematic is you might have a hot tube in there. Right, but the thing is, is it's all closed off. Like, we brought the system because the tubes look pretty sexy. You yeah, know? So yeah, we, yeah, like, they opened do. up very the sexy, oven yeah. system. Yeah. But in the production model, it's all closed off. It's all boxed off. in. Yeah. Yeah. There's one operator. On the 5,000-pound-a-day system, one dude, 20% of their time, and they're good really? to go. Yeah, it's continuous feed, so you can run this thing 24 hours a That's day. That's disgusting. You know, for weeks at a time. I'm, he- I'm here to tell you guys it's changed. I'm here to tell you it has absolutely changed. That is that is stunning. Yeah, it's it's absolutely you, you know this. So you know this changes everything. Oh yeah. 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 I, I was telling the guys because like a lot of the of our team has good you know some kind of experience, but yeah. I'm like the one with the longest, right? That's why they brought me on. Right. And I was like, dude, MJ Biscon is gonna be insane. Like, be prepared to yeah. like you know just be talking all day long. And it was exactly like that. They're yeah. like, yeah, oh man, yeah. this is crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And everybody like me is over there going, hey, can I sell it? Can I sell it? Can I sell it? Oh, yeah. well, I want in. I want in. And I'm just thinking like, man. Ha, if I didn't met you a year ago. But uh, that's how that goes. You yeah, know? dude, we already set up two distribution relationships before the show even before started. Before the show yeah. even started, yeah. yeah. That's great. I do think we have room to work with you guys, though. We're really excited about the grinding. And hopefully hopefully that'll... that'll Because you know what? Part of this is, too, I mean, you know, it's all branding and recognition. You know, we're all playing that game, too. But, yeah. but part of it is, you know, we pay the same level of attention that you guys obviously paid to this market, to this market here. So we're looking at things at that level too. And and so uh, we can bring products together that do that kind of stuff. You go, oh, yeah, now you're starting to get the best of the best. And it changes a lot. So it's, it's very cool. Definitely. And we would look forward to exploring working with you guys. Just looking at your guys' booth right now, you know, I'm very impressed by the quality of the machinery that I see. Yeah, I mean, we're right here in, in Vegas, too. So North Las Vegas is where we build everything. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah we're out of Colorado. So, yeah, yeah that's what right, you're right saying. And I grew up in Colorado. Oh, no way. Where'd yeah, you grow up? I was, grew up in Castle Rock. Castle Rock. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, Dude, yeah. that's tight. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Mead, near Longmont, but I live in Blackhawk now. Is that right? Yeah, we got some land up there, you know, try to. I'm like a. Not much of a city slicker, you know. Yeah. So I got like two acres of land in the forest, you know. Go back there. It's beautiful up there, man. I, I actually, uh, one thing I do miss about Colorado is, and I know it's changed a bit since I I was there. Oh God, when did I leave? I can't remember. Like '87 uh, is when I, or maybe '89. I think I joined the Navy somewhere back then. That's when I that's when I left Colorado, and I never really came back other than to visit. Um, but I do love Colorado I, I, because the mountains are stunning, and and uh, and uh, there's some places in Colorado you just can't find anywhere else. Anywhere else, anywhere yeah. else yeah. It's kind of kind of the perfect mix between a, a high desert because it's a little bit more alive than like like Vegas, and uh, and 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 so he's got a little bit of that, but you get some weather. You yeah. get some snow and you get some rain. Like August rains in Colorado, oh, my, like one of my favorite things in the world. Dude, and then of course the shredding in the winter, you know? Oh yeah, that's yeah. that. <laughs> you, you got rock and roll, yeah. yeah. Plus like, you know, Colorado, we were the first pioneers in uh, recreational cannabis. Yeah, exactly right. That's, that's, that's so funny, favorite. I know, it's always cool, right? Like, why Colorado of all states? Uh, and I, had, I started getting into it in here, or when I was in California. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of pride in California, like, oh, we passed these laws, but Colorado's like, well, fuck that. <laughs> 
We're going legal, bitch. That's right, dude. Man, I remember, I remember like pre-amendment 64, dude, and then like 2013, like Gen 1, it was just like, it's like exploded. It was like the most insane year ever. Yeah. Like, that was so much fun. And it's, like, it was crazy. I remember because we went out, and I, I, I tell this story a lot, but I remember going out and seeing the way that Colorado was actually growing, right, which was, which was completely different than what California was doing. Oh, yeah, dude, like all indoors, all super indoor, controlled. And, and, it's, and super, super regimental, yeah. right? So guys were just like, we cut 12, plant, or, or 12 lights every day. You know, it's like click, 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 click. Whether it's ready or not, it's got to come out of the machine. The machine does what it does. So the whole the whole thing had become this this big growing machine. And they didn't have places to hang plants. So they're like, oh yeah, we forgot to do a drying room. So it's like up on top of the grow room, oh, crawling yeah. around, hanging shit. You know, oh, I remember. Yeah, I remember all that. I'm like, that's so crazy. But they had. I knew that there was going to be a combination of of that kind of. Uh, uh, a production methodology thought process and the craft management that comes out of California and you know when you see right. that now you're seeing that of course yeah, it's definitely. all over the place because these these massive farms that are making massive amounts of stuff and it's stunning oh, you yeah. know it's just like wow you're you're, you're producing 5,000 pounds a month at that level that's that's amazing oh man dude i did some work up with like a raw garden you know out in cali yeah and you know they have this like two thousand pound a day live resin extractor <laughs> a fresh frozen extractor dude it was nuts i was like there and uh, those guys are tight by the way but yeah you know just yeah. watching that operate and like the professionalism of that operation was yeah just absolutely cool and that's and those guys and guys like that are all and most people actually are still cowboying it because they, yeah. those things don't exist like they didn't exist. Those, those methodologies are like, well, this is how we do it. How do we do it big? And they go find a guy. I mean, I wanted a tank like this big. And I need a press like that. And I need, you know, and that's oh, like, guys are out there like fabbing stuff and they're just building this shit together. Dude, that's how I got into the equipment space, man. I was designing this hemp facility out in Kentucky and like we could not figure out how to find an extractor. This was before all the centrifugal stuff was yeah. out, like for Delta Set made their cup 15s and things. Yeah. And so we were doing, I designed this hemp extractor, you know, custom fabbed it up and Colorado, yeah. send it out there, and I was like, you know what? Equipment's dope. Like, I'm gonna, <laughs> like consulting's fun, but man, I'm gonna make some equipment. Yeah. And then, yeah, a couple years of that, you know, started making like crystallization systems. Oh wow. Yeah. You know, and now I got crystallization systems on like three continents, and then met up with BCD, and I'm just like, damn gotta merge everything yeah I gotta, I gotta go this way bct is the shit and this is gonna be the big you know, part of the sometimes you fucking know yeah yeah you just know and I, I i had that moment when i walked over there i knew it i know it it's there's no doubt in my mind that that's what's gonna happen i'm excited to see over the next couple months you yeah. know like this public release you know got lots of buzz yeah. and like man it's gonna be intense like yeah this time next year it'll be like really up front you know yeah. big ass like 40 by yeah, you'll 40 be on the top. Yeah. We'll try and join you. Well, it like an ice sculpture, like the Huber yeah. guys, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Dude, George, man. George is like the craziest dude when it comes to awesome booth marketing at conferences. You're like, 2019, do you yeah. see his mermaid? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah and the yeah. 304B this year, it's like an ice luge. I fucking <laughs> love that guy. Yeah. And Daniel Huber, one of the coolest dudes in this industry. He's like the most down to earth guy. You know, he runs They're, this huge multinational company, yeah. but he's like the most chill guy ever, man. Yeah, we, we, I actually uh, hooked up with them. We're talking to them about some some of our temperature control needs. Love them, man. They're just, you know, there's another couple of guys that are very intelligent, know their stuff, humble. 
I got a yeah. contract with them to promote their products, and I because I believe in Huber temperature control products. It's, it's, like, it's stunning stuff, man. The best, dude. Really I've been out to their factory in Germany. It's incredible. They wet test everything. It's all lean manufacturing. Yeah. Like yeah, you know, and of cool. course like uh, Daniel drives like an Audi A8. So you're, yeah, yeah. You're just like walking down like the <laughs> autobahn, whatever, on this like 12 cylinder supercharged yeah, car. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. This is it. Yeah, that's good. It. That's this is the he made it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're everywhere though. I mean, they're not just cannabis. Oh right? yeah. I mean, yeah. They're, they're a big company. Huge company. But very very cool. Um, and I, I like to see companies like that come into the space. Um, I like, of course, for me, it's more mostly about you know meeting companies that come that are born in this space. But there are some really quality companies that do come into the space and kind of know their place, right? So they're not trying to reformulate the space. Or they're not trying to change how people do things. They're just trying to get their make get their product to align, right? And that's cool. The guys that come in and say, "Well, this is how we do it in Walnut." Dude, you better fucking do that over here. You're like, no, no, no. Nah. You don't have a clue. <laughs> uh, there's some good crews. You know, I've done a lot of work throughout the day. Look, Cascade dudes right there. Yeah, yeah. Mary Babbitt's, you know, she's a beautiful woman. More women in this industry needed. You know? Absolutely. She's, she was the founder of Cascade. Now they just got bought by AgriFi for like $50 million. You know, <laughs> then combined Bummer. up with Precision, you know, yeah. the other good Yeah, that's crew. happening too, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, the yeah, conglomeratization started, started of the around. Yeah. yeah, you know, ETS, Pinnacle, right, yeah. you know, uh, Prospient, the whole Delta Step. It's it's know. really interesting, and we, we, we're starting to feel that pressure, and um, it's it, we know it's heading in our direction. You can see it, you can see it throughout the industry. I, I hate to see it go all that way because then that, you know then you lose a little bit of that independent thinker and the tinkerer guys go away because the tinkerer guys can't can't play in that pool yeah. you know so I hate, hate to see that happen um, but you know I, I mean, think there'll always on, be you know, room for always, like the tinkerer in this industry well there's always you know? gonna be a little bit but but you know, uh, you're right you, you know? know but that's the thing is as our industry becomes more and more mainstream you know there's gonna be that movement and so yeah. you know. Just got to be smart about it, but I'm always going to be pushing for like the the beautiful culture that we have and trying yeah. to keep and it. Yeah, and you know, I and I we're going to wrap up here pretty soon, but yeah, sure. I know that I, I I so I went I went one of my early shows. I was talking about automation um, in San Francisco and uh, sitting in front of a group of of uh, Northern California people that 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 you know are feeling the pressure at that point. This is years ago. This is 2013, maybe 14. So they're feeling the pressure, you know, they're feeling that outside money influence. They know it's coming, the man, you know, and, and, they, and they have they had such a, the cannabis culture at that time was, was so intertwined and everybody knew each other. It was very tight. It was very manic, you know, nobody got in. You had to be invited in, you know, so it was real, yeah, because they had the to, right? Yeah. They didn't let anybody in. Yeah. And then, and then, and they, but they, but on the outside, on the other side of that, inside, when you were in, oh. they shared, they get the you know, all this strain, bro. You got to check out this plant. Oh, this is. Oh, I, I discovered this. Oh, yeah, man, I did this. And you know, totally. and they're sharing all that information, and that and that was. I had this conversation about technology, and uh, and it was a panel of four people, and two people were just like bashing the shit out of technology, and I'm sitting here with another tech guy making machines, and I had to kind of interrupt them, like, oh, wait, time out. There are American companies like mine who are interested in making good equipment to serve you guys and help you be more successful. Because we were just getting run over to that point. But that was like that was the, the angst was the culture. It right. wasn't the it wasn't that it wasn't that money was coming. The angst was this Change. is gonna die. Yeah. You know this thing that we all live and breathe is gonna die, and uh, it's it happens and it's, it's happening. But it's happening. But there are people putting fucking flags in the yes. ground 
and saying no. Well, no that's more. my thing, dude. About like that's why Shatter Girl Jacqueline's been, I think, so popular. Is I'm yeah. just like I will always share stuff. I'm never gonna be like you know, because a lot of this stuff like people are like, oh, it's so proprietary, but it's really like organic chemistry 101. You know? <laughs> and so for me, I'm just like yo, I want to educate people. I want to like be open and transparent yeah. and I think that's what's made like Shatter Girl Jacqueline so popular over the last like five six years has yeah. been that and I'm always going to maintain that you know, I, trying that's to, like, awesome, I, I get that the culture is going to change yeah. but you know I definitely feel like I want to be part of slowing that down you know? I, yeah and, a little bit and back to the other point like there's been a big shift in in a lot of things where you're not seeing people having to conform themselves they're conforming business but you know obviously you're not being put into a suit and tie you know you're not being put in a box you're you know and and i feel the same way it's like i don't have to do anything i don't want to do and i'm still taking take it seriously here i think that that's actually hopefully that's going to stay i I think that part of it is going to stay you know because there's that you get past the clothing when people don't have to wear the same clothing right you gotta get oh this is makes this person unique or interesting and you have that that i I don't know that's my opinion anyways that's it's a little bit of that uh I don't know, was it freedom or liberty, you know? I want that to stay. You know what's you know cool, what I mean? though, is, like, I've been in rooms with, like, you know, the investor class, yeah. right, coming from, like, the hedge fund space. Yeah, but you're, but and you're stuff. smarter than those guys. But no, <laughs> and your degree probably says that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're, like, mad accepting, you know? I'm all covered yeah. in tattoos. I'll yeah. never wear a suit, you know? Yeah. I'm always going to wear, like, the yeah, shit yeah. I wear, you yeah. know? And they're, they've been pretty cool, man. I've been really stoked. I mean, sometimes you get a little bit of that, like, you know, yeah. Yeah, you get a super suit thing. Yeah. Most of the time, they're pretty chill, actually. They're yeah. like, okay, this It's pretty accepting. The whole yeah. crew is, and, that, and I find that to be very fun. Um, you know, I think my whole life, I, I, I towed the corporate line, and then uh, I, I said, fuck this, man, and, you know, uh, this is who I am. Yeah. I, I'm I, an entrepreneur, man. <laughs> I haven't had a W-2 in, like, 10 years, bro. I don't think I ever will, you know? Yeah. Like, K-1s or 1099s. That's, that's it, baby. <laughs> that's that's all I want. Yeah. That's right. Let the fucking CPA figure the rest of that shit out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listen, it, it was it was absolutely a pleasure. Absolutely a pleasure. I, first of all, I'm really happy to have met you personally. And uh, thanks for representing the tech. And... Um, let everybody know where you, where they can find you so they can follow you and, and, and learn more about what's going on. Yeah, so uh, please follow Boulder Creek Technologies on Instagram. You can also check out bouldercreektechnologies.com, our website. Uh, check out Shattergirl Jacqueline. I'm posting stuff all the time on Insta. And, uh, yeah, come by the booth. We're over in the corner, you know. We're over in yeah. the far corner. But come by, and you'll, you'll be really stoked on it. It's going to be really it, exciting. It's, it's probably the best booth, to be honest with you, because it's, it's got the most going on. I promise you. Next time, next year, that that boot's gonna be the king. It's gonna be the top of the top. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you, and it was yeah. a pleasure to meet you in person as Thank well. You. Great chatting with you. This was yeah. a real pleasure. A lot of fun. Thank you. Awesome. Have a good show. You too, man. All right. Cheers. Yeah. So just wrapping up. That's uh, what is it? Like noon on day two of the of the world's greatest <laughs> trade show ever. That's finally back. Um, we're gonna bring you some stuff a little bit later on as well. But that, guys, you gotta understand that that. That technology blew my mind when I went and looked at it, and it's exciting stuff. So take take a chance and take a look. Cool.